dear beloved, welcome to this episode of We Are Vessels, where we talk about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Scripture. My name is Oluwabukola Pereira, and I have here with me today our brother in the Lord, Brother Philip Oyedele. And I am super excited for today because if you have watched the last episode, you would have seen that Brother Philip was the one on the show and he just took us to another world. Thank God for the Holy Spirit in him because I know God is going to continue all that year started. Last week and before then, if you watched the last episode, you will know that one of the lessons that we learned is not to be envious or to be jealous of anybody because when you do so, it's like you saying, I don't know who I am in God. And that's not what it is. As a believer, we should know who we are in God because we are as children. And for crying out loud, the scripture says we are heirs to a throne. What other assurance do you need? And the other thing is learning to receive and to respond to God learning to receive the word of God and responding to that word that you have received. Again, I am super pumped, super excited to hear what's gonna come forth today. And I pray that as his word comes forth to you and I, that he would bear good fruits in us, fruit that will be beneficial, not just to us, but to everybody that we come in contact with. In Jesus' name, amen. And with that being said, over to you, Brother Philip. Hallelujah. Um, Amen. Good day, listeners and viewers. Uh, I believe you were tremendously blessed by the last episode. Absolutely. And um, today is another episode, the part two of it. It's going to be amazing. You'll see Amen. God will be speaking to, to you. Last week, we started talking about how to receive and how to respond Amen. to the word of God. I just want to stretch that a little today, that um, we need to understand that in your response to the word of God, uh, one of it is in obedience to God's word, to yeah. God's instruction, yeah. to God's leadership, and to God's uh, expectation for your life. Yeah. You must be obedient, okay? So the Bible speaking, Jesus said, He that heareth this saying of mine, and do it, that is, he that hear it, and obey this saying of mine. He said, it shall be likened to a wise man that built his house on a rock. Mm -hmm. So uh, when the word of the Lord comes to you, you must have a, a heart posture uh, of simplicity. You receive the word of God with meekness. And then when you receive with meekness, you are ready to obey what God is telling you to do so obedience is very very important the bible also speak in the bible said that um, god is ready to judge every disobedience when your obedience is complete it means mm. your obedience in god is a measurable quantity in the standard mm. of god there is a measure of obedience that god expects of you and it is when you reach this level that God begins to attend to every form of disobedience that lies around your life and around your destiny mm -hmm. and around the ordinations of God for you. Mm -hmm. The reason why a certain issue lingers in so many people's life is because God, who you claim to be your father, you haven't even obeyed him enough. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Your, your obedience is actually the standard of God at times. The Bible said, when the enemy shall come like a flood, the Spirit of God shall lift up his standard. Okay, so one of the standards of God is your obedience. Don't forget the scripture I quoted earlier, that God is ready to judge every disobedience only when your obedience is complete. So your obedience must be complete, is measurable, it must be full. Are you getting it now? So you must be willing to obey God at all times. Mm. At all times. At all times. And you see, as you do this, mm. uh, uh, you begin to see the goodness of God. God begins to extend the hand of his goodness towards your direction. God's hand of favor and mercy will be upon you. At times, you just see God coming true for you. Because remember, when, the, when a child obeys his parent, uh, you see, the parents are more willing to to go to to to, to be sacrificial for such a child. All right. So your obedience is actually what encourages God to you know to go certain extent for you. Hallelujah. Amen. So be ready to obey the word of God. And I just want to say this to one of our viewers, if not everybody. What is the thing that the Lord has been laying on your heart for you to do that you haven't done? You need to return to it. Because your obedience must be full, it must be complete before God is going to judge every form of disobedience around you. Hallelujah. That is as a matter of introduction, just to, you know, um, continue from uh, uh, one of those things we shared last week. Last week, we started about talking about Shiloh, and um, we established uh, first fact that Shiloh in First Samuel, as you see, if you read chapter number one, you can try to read chapter three also. You see that Shiloh was a place of worship. People right. come in on uh, annual basis, and then uh, we said something very interesting, very provocative uh, in our last series. Mm -hmm. That there is a group of people that come to that particular place that mm -hmm. comes, you know, just once in a year. They come in mm -hmm. every year. There is yeah. another set of person. The, 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 the people or example of such is somewhere that dwells in the tabernacle of God that mm -hmm. resides in Shiloh. Mm -hmm. So we have people who just come to the presence of God once in a while. And we have people who stays in the mm -hmm. presence of God. And you must be the latter. You shouldn't be the former. Your presence of God must become your abode. It must become your tabernacle. The Bible said, He that dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. Are you getting it now? Now, what God wants is not that you visit. God wants you to dwell. Hallelujah. So, God is looking for people who are like Samuel, who will dwell, who will tabernacle in His presence, who will be ready to stay with Him, to go the long length with Him. Hallelujah. And it should be you. You should be that person that is willing, that is ready to to go with God, to stay with God, to obey Him, to go all the way. Also, we established that Shiloh means uh, peace. Shiloh came from the word, the root word actually means peace, all right? And then uh, Shiloh as a location has the tabernacle of God. It has the hack of God, which signifies the presence of God, that resident in that place. Now, a place is peaceful, not because the people are quiet, but because the presence of God is there. 
We must understand that peace goes with the presence of God. When Jesus was born, yeah. Jesus said, my peace I give to you. Yeah. You know, is that was talking about his presence. So the presence of God is the custodian of peace. Wherever there is a, a shortage of the presence of God, you will see that peace will be lacking. Mm -hmm. And we must understand that there is difference between peace and quietness. That a place is quiet doesn't sure. mean it's peaceful. Peace transcends beyond the uh, environmental noises or the environmental factors in code that mm -hmm. we see or that we know. Mm -hmm. There is a peace that is from within. Mm -hmm. And that is the mm -hmm. one we're talking about. That mm -hmm. one comes with the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you must guard the presence of God jealously in your life mm -hmm. to sustain the peace of God upon mm -hmm. your heart so that in the midst of several agitations and noises and several opinions of men mm -hmm. situations here and there you will be able to draw from the peace of god that resides within your heart mm -hmm. and you'll be able to extend it to the, to your surrounding you mm -hmm. understand mm -hmm. with that you bring calmness and peace even without hallelujah Amen. Amen. now today we, we, we are talking about the other side of shiloh and it's interesting for you to know Genesis 49 and verse 10, Jacob was prophesying to his children and what he said about Judah is very interesting. When you check verse 10, he said concerning Judah that his scepter shall not depart from thee, neither shall the lawgiver in between your feet. He said, until Shiloh comes, and unto him shall be the gathering of his people. Yeah. Now, we must understand what that means. In the real sense, that is talking about uh, the authority and royalty. Now, mm -hmm. scepter is a sign of authority. is used by king. You see that in the book of Esther. Mm -hmm. When Esther was coming here into, into the king's chamber, the king stretched forth towards her. It was mm -hmm. a golden scepter. Mm -hmm. Are you getting it now? Mm -hmm. So that's a symbol of authority and royalty. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then he said the lawgiver will not leave uh, Judas' feet. He mm -hmm. said until Shiloh comes. That is, uh, the royalty and um, the lawgiver uh, is coming to a point whereby it will be taken away from Judah. Mm -hmm. And then Shiloh will come, and unto him shall the gathering of his people be. Mm -hmm. You see, it's worthy of note to understand that the Bible uses the, the, the pronoun, the personal pronoun, him, in mm -hmm. place of Shiloh. He said, unto mm -hmm. Shiloh comes. He mm -hmm. said, and unto Shiloh, or unto him. So that means Shiloh was uh, used, uh, uh, him was used, exactly, was mm -hmm. used to refer to a person because of the personal pronoun him. I will get in it now. Yeah. So, uh, so we must understand that there is another dimension of Shiloh that means that it's referring to a personality. Amen. And that is worthy of love. He yeah. said, until Shiloh comes and unto him shall the garden of his people be. Amen. Take note of certain things. We just compare scriptures with scriptures and we see the word of God interpreting itself in its purest form. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus, uh, our first said that um, Shiloh is referring to Jesus. Amen. Shiloh is Christ. Remember that Christ mm. is actually the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. And we have established previously that Shiloh means peace. Amen. Now, all that as your first point and as our first proof to prove really that mm -hmm. Shiloh is Christ, is Jesus, is the personality of mm. Jesus. Now, until Shiloh comes, unto him, unto Shiloh now, the gathering of the people will be. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, 
I will draw all men unto myself. So that means that Jesus was referring to the uh, prophecy uh, of Jacob. That until Shiloh comes on them, the unto him shall be the garden of his people. So Jesus put it in another form that if I be lifted up, then I will draw all men unto me. Mm. I will get in it now. Now, yeah. if you read the book of John, you also see where the Bible wrote about that God intends to gather all of us in one. All his children, he intends to gather them in one. All the children of God that are spread around the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. And you must understand that everybody is a child of God. Amen. Glory. Everybody is a child of God. Amen. And I like to quickly clarify that so that you don't um, misinterpret what I meant when I said everybody mm -hmm. is a child of God. Now, by creation, everybody is a child of God. But mm -hmm. by relationship, not everybody, not everybody is a child of God. I will get in it now. Mm -hmm. So when I say everybody is a child of God, and that God intends to gather everybody, he was talking about the plan of salvation for mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. And that will be actualized in one man. Mm -hmm. God will gather everybody in one man. Mm -hmm. And that man is Christ. Amen. Amen. I will get in it now. But God will bring everybody from the nooks and crannies of the whole earth and gather them and bring them together in Christ. And I like to quickly point mm -hmm. this out. That salvation is in Christ alone. Amen. There is Amen. no other name that has been given to us except Amen. Christ that has died, raised up, and, you, you know, resurrected and glorified. Amen. Salvation is only through Christ. Amen. So in other words, when Jacob prophesied that um, uh, uh, Shiloh was going to come, and that unto him shall be the garden of his people. He was talking about a time to come where the Son of God will come, die for us, mm -hmm. and then we can now assess salvation. Because Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth. Mm -hmm. That wasn't talking about mm -hmm. Jesus' birth. That wasn't yeah. talking only about Jesus' death. You said, if I be lifted up from the earth. So that was talking about the resurrection of Christ. Listen to me. He also said that the scepter shall not depart from Jacob. It means that when Shiloh comes, there was going to be a transfer of royalty mm. to Shiloh from Judah. And you need to understand that this was a major reason why uh, Jesus came from the lineage of David. And Amen. David is the son of Jesse. Jesse is from the from the tribe of Judah. Judah. Can you see um, it now? Can you see um, the connection now? Yes, so yes. from the same tribe of Judah, Shiloh was going to come. Amen. Christ was mm -hmm. going to come from that same tribe. And from that same tribe, uh, the authority was not going to rest on mm. Christ. Royalty was going to rest on Christ. Remember that they tried to make Jesus king when he was here or not. It, mm. it, it, people could see it. The men of those days could see that Jesus was indeed king. Yes. And that is the royalty we are talking about. Mm. Now, mm. I said that uh, the word scepter means authority. Now, scepter uh, was to the tribe of Judah, but when Shiloh comes, it was, there was going to be a transference, and then it was going to arrest on, um, on Christ with Shiloh. Remember in Isaiah, Isaiah prophesied that the government, the authority, shall be upon his shoulder. Hold that again. Very, very important. Mm. Now, Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the heart, I will draw all men to myself. Mm. 
you know, talking about the prophecy of mm. Jacob. Now, that's talking about resurrection. That if I resurrect, salvation was going to be in me. And then all men who want to be saved, because whosoever mm. can call upon the name of the Lord shall be, shall saved. be saved. They will have to assess me. Men will come to me for salvation. That was what Christ was saying. Mm. And that was the, uh, the implication of the prophecy of Jacob that we have in Genesis 49 and verse 10. But again, after Jesus resurrected, mm. after Jesus resurrected, Jesus came out from the heart. Jesus was mm. lifted up from the heart. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus made an audacious statement. Very powerful, mm -hmm. very pronounced. You need to know it in your Bible. Jesus said, all power, all authority is given to me. Mm -hmm. That means there is no authority again mm -hmm. with Judah. Hallelujah. The scripture now rests. The government is now mm -hmm. on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. The authority is now with Christ. Mm -hmm. And I like to say mm -hmm. at this point, that whatsoever you're passing through, the authority is never with the devil. <laughs> it is with never. God. Amen. Because Amen. Shiloh has come. Jesus said, all power Amen. is given unto me. Amen.